I'm weird. You're weird. You're weird. That's so weird. Weird sister. Weird sister. Weird sister. I'm weird. Let's start this episode of Weird Sister with a nerd alert. I really love learning new terms along with exploring the etymology of the words I've long known. I recognize that some of you like to geek out on linguistics as well, and I honor that. So, heads up. There are three infrequently used words in today's podcast. I hope you will enjoy learning them as much as I did. As you're getting to know Weird Sister, I wanted to share the story of our graphics. Several people have noted the peacock feathers and how some of the hearts on our logo are upside down. I think it's important for communities to know their origin stories. Weird Sister's beginnings are tied to a Christmas gift from many years past. I was searching for the perfect holiday present for my friends who seem to have everything. These people are smart and fun and outgoing. They naturally drew a diverse crowd into their circle with their playful and curious perspectives. They lived on a large ranch in California's Central Valley where they built a replica of an old English village. There's a stone pub on the property that looks as if it was plucked from the Oxfordshire countryside with a working fireplace and taps pouring rustic ales. A great hall features bespoke stained glass windows and a table that can fit almost 20 people for dinner. There's a jousting list, a stage for performances, and a deep grove of eucalyptus that offers its shady nooks for respite from the Central Valley sun. Together, my friends and I learned to fence in the style of the Renaissance. They threw lavish parties where the guests dressed in costume and danced to the music of the period. I loved being part of this community, and it felt so good to be included. With these folks, it was okay to be goofy, to dress in elaborate garb, and to take on another persona. I've always felt my most comfortable with what psychologists and social scientists call masking. Masking or camouflaging is performative social behavior that allows a person to present as other than they are. For me, masking helps me blend in with my neurotypical friends and family. Masking can also help to hide behavior that could be deemed socially unacceptable, such as stimming and repetitive movements. Neurodiverse individuals often mask symptoms of autism or Tourette's or other neurocognitive differences in order to fit in and to find a sense of belonging. To that effect, wearing an actual costume and taking on an English Renaissance persona felt especially safe, as everyone in our community of revelers was cloaked in some sort of disguise. I felt I owed my friends an especially wonderful gift as they gave me a place where I could most be myself. The coolest, most unusual thing I could gift them was an ostentation of peacocks. Yes, folks, that's what you call a flock of peafowl. 
Ostentation is your first word nerd alert. With my former spouse at my side, we drove to a remote ranch near the apricot orchards of Patterson, California. There, we purchased two breeding pairs of peafowl, birds of the India blue variety, who came home wrapped in feed sacks with their colorful heads poking out. Our friends were absolutely delighted with the gift, and together we released the peafowl into the copse on their property, where the birds have nested now for almost two decades. That ostentation of four peafowl is currently an extended family of more than 40 creatures. It's their feathers that I wear over my eyes in my photo on the Weird Sister podcast homepage. The peacock feathers are my symbol of the ways in which masking strategies have helped me survive and thrive. For what it's worth, I'm well aware that it is the peacocks, not the peahens, that sport the glorious train of covert tail feathers. And the Weird Sister podcast is intended to be a home for girls, women, female-identifying persons, and their allies exploring neurocognitive differences. But if there's one thing I've learned from connecting with people on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and other social media, it's this. There's a huge community of non-binary, gender non-conforming, and LGBTQA folks in the neurodiverse herd. I am delighted by our contemporary culture's multiplicity of gender expressions, and I welcome anyone interested in neurodivergence to be part of the Weird Sister community. So, I'm sticking with those glorious boy feathers as a dormant for my very girly self. The Weird Sister podcast is full of heart, but sometimes those heart symbols are upside down, like the shape of an obcordate leaf. Let's make obcordate the second word nerd alert. That inverted heart shape is a prominent symbol in my community of costumed Renaissance revelers, where it's embroidered on linens, painted onto banners, and embossed into leather. But the upside-down heart has a deeper historical relevance. Its almost triangular shape is linked to ancient concepts of the divine feminine. Many yantras, mystical diagrams from the tantric traditions, are comprised largely of downward-facing triangles, not so different in shape to an upcorded leaf. This sacred geometry is a symbol of feminine power and the creative force of the universe, which is known as Shakti. In some Eastern mythologies, it's precisely the dynamic capacity of Shakti that fosters the human creative drive and the abundance of our natural world. For me, Weird Sister is anchored in this generative urge and my desire to advocate for neurodiversity as a means of fostering greater compassion for neurocognitive differences. So, it makes perfect sense that the inverted triangle the upside-down heart is one of the Weird Sister symbols. On the Weird Sister podcast homepage, you'll find the upside-down heart in numerous iterations. It can even be seen within the ornamental ocelli, or eye spots, on the peacock feathers. And yes, ocelli is your final word nerd alert. 
The next time you're chilling with an ostentation of peafowl, look for the obcordate shape in the inverted heart at the very center of the ocelli. I hope you'll find resonance with the Weird Sister symbology, the hearts and feathers and peacock blue graphics. Also, I'll have some swag in the months to come. It will be adorned with all of our wonderful Weird Sister symbology. I'll let you know how to score that in the next few weeks. Thanks for joining me today. I blog about neurodiversity at ccheart.me. That's cchart.me. Links to social media are on my website, and I'd be delighted to connect with you on Twitter or Instagram. Big thanks and upside-down hearts to my sound producer, Stacy Denick. And please join me for episode two of Weird Sister. We'll explore the neurodiversity movement, its history, and its efforts to reframe the way that cultures perceive neurocognitive differences. May the weird be with you. Yeah.